If you're always on the go like myself and don't have time to sit down and read, Audible.com is a great source to be able to catch up on the latest bestsellers. Listen to it while on the road or at the gym. Audible.com is a leading provider of premium digital audio information and entertainment on the internet. Audible content includes more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Audible carries Audible books in every genre imaginable business, classics, history, self development, just to name a few. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30 day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash replay and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Currently, I am listening to the classic One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, Black Fish, Blue Fish, Old Fish, New Fish. Okay, that's、This、genius. Go to audible.com slash replay. That's audible.com slash replay and get started today. Just bring out John Chen Blackbird. That's a very strange cartoon picture. Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting story. We didn't explain these. That's actually the courtroom artist that did the sketches at the Apple Samsung trial and the Ellen Pow trial. Oh, oh okay.、Um, so, so you, you know, can use that if you're ever if in you're court. If you ever brought up on charges. A, if I ever sue anybody. Yeah.、Okay. Or you get sued. Either、right. way. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have done some of that. So. So.、Um, You took over a company in a lot of trouble. Well, how many years has it been now that you've been doing it? It's almost two. Almost two years. How many years does it feel like it's been? <laughs> <laughs> some days it, it feels a long time, but some days it goes past really fast. Good. You know, BB10 operating system was just kind of fresh at, the po- at that point, but it didn't seem to take hold. And recently you. Showed and discussed that you're going to do an Android phone, a Blackberry that runs Android, basically. Can you,、uh, first of all, can you show it to us?、Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I could show you guys this, and I was just trying to get on the, on the Wi Fi here, and I realized nobody told me the SS code.、Um, oh, we can give that to you. <laughs> but that's okay.、Uh, so this is the, the Blackberry Priv, stand, you know, for PRIV. PRIV is stand for privacy and Privileged, and、um, and and the claim to fame, obviously, and that's the latest specs, 808, and you know all the good spec in there, and good camera, and all this good stuff. Runs Android, Google Google Play, but we put a lot of security stuff on it. And I always tell people, security is what we provide, and privacy is what you get,、um, basically.、Um, and then, and then you could slide up and have the usage of the whole screen.、Um, And the keyboard is the QWERTY keyboards that BlackBerry is known for, as well as the capacitive touch, meaning that the keyboard will turn into a mouse under certain applications, going up and down. Like a trackpad. Like a trackpad, right? So that's, that's, what it, that's what this phone's about. And what's the size of the screen? Five,、uh, five and a quarter inch. Well, let's talk for a minute about、uh, why you're doing this and also about the security aspect. Okay. So, first of all, you know, BlackBerry was a company that,、uh, and still is, in, in, for some of your customers, known very, very well for the integration of hardware and software. For, you didn't just build、uh, phones, 
in the hardware sense, you had a whole stack uh, of software in the phone and, your, and, and actually beyond the phone for the transport of messaging and other things. Uh, this is a break with that. This is, you're, you're making the hardware, but you're using Android, which is not a BlackBerry-invented platform, uh, software platform. Why are you doing it? Um, so the, the, I think if, if I answer that question in kind of isolation, it, it may be more confusing than it is. If you allow me, then let me say a little bit about well, how am I going to address the business altogether and then come back to I will promise I'll answer that question. Okay. As long as you answer the question. I will, I will, I will. Uh, and you, and, and you watch that clock. <laughs> okay, I got it. So I'd be very, very fast. Um, the, 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 the two or three things I need to solve overall for the company or to address for the company to do well again, and whatever that definition is, um, is the following. I got to go cross-platform, meaning this is not only about BlackBerry devices. It's going to be, you know, whatever we do, accommodate audio ecosystems, um, the, the, the Samsung uh, you know, phones, uh, the, the Windows, the iOS, and, you know, the whole. So the ecosystem is important. So that's num- point number one. All right. The number two is I got to solve the lack of application issues. And number three is I can't let go of our security, privacy, end-to-end as, as a value-add. So if you combine those three together, that would explain everything we do, whether it's the software acquisitions that we made in the last 20 months. We have made five different acquisitions. Uh, and, and, you, and, and, the, and the whole Android discussion. The Android discussion is we, we wanted to bring the BlackBerry know-how in security from the hardware stack to a trusted zone, to an operating system, to the application server, to, the, to the, eventually the apps itself, all the way through. The, anything that we know how to edit to be more secure and more private, we like to do that. And also recognize the fact that I need the apps, I also need to think about the world is about in, you know, integrating now. It's about components. Like when I first started in hardware business in, in uh, many, many thousands of years ago, uh, uh, we, we built our own power supply. Okay? Power supply. I mean, we have really? an entire division built our power. Yeah, we have you know, current share, this and that. I mean, we thought it was really, really great. Uh, and we have plans that build power supply. Today, if you start a hardware business, you'll be stupid for you to start thinking about you know, building a power supply. You just go buy off. A, so we got to make sure that just writing a device driver for an operating system, for the sake of writing a device driver, is not that smart. And you know, there are many device drivers written already. And all we need to do is look at it, whether it's secure or not, whether we can add any value beyond that. So, so, so that's why we're doing, so I so come back to that point, is that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, is that take advantage of what the industry could offer, but not wandering off our core strength. So diving into that, I mean, how does BlackBerry guarantee or bring security to Android when you're not writing the code? Um, And to be specific, had the priv been running, you know, six months ago with stage fright or some other vulnerability in Google's operating system, how would you have been immune to that? Um, So here's, uh, uh, first of all, we do work with Google. Um, now that's that um, you know you know we're using the L series, the lollipop, mm-hmm. um, and then of course we're going to migrate to the M and, and furthermore, we hope over time we could help influence some of this stuff, all the heart bleed and all the subsequent known viruses um, we of course addressed in our system, 
Um, the only thing I could tell you is it will not be used the word guarantee. I can't guarantee it. I think that's, this is a little dumb thing for me to say. But I think we'll be more resilient than everybody else, especially if you put our implementation of Android for work onto our server. So you, you think, I think about it's more end-to-end, -end, um, you know, policy and security certificates and all that, more than just a phone itself. Um, the vulnerability of phone, um, we have authenticating technology inside the chipset. We inject a pin into every chip that goes out. I mean, you guys know the. You've been doing that for years. Yeah. I've been doing that for years. We continue doing that, even for the Android phone. We're the only guy who does that. All right. um, so what does that do? Well, you can fake yourself onto a network. So that that closes off one side. But if I tell you that I close off every side, that's uh, that's probably a dumb thing for me to say. Definitely on stage. Uh, but we will also. We now created another patching. I know we're gonna mechanism uh, that will address security um, attack or cyber attack or whatever you call that, uh, we'll be able to ad address that a lot quicker than most um, and you know, to protect the, the customer. So there are many safeguards and locks that we put in on various different levels. Is it foolproof 100%? Nobody could say that. But it's, so it's better if the whole if if the server is also Bez and the whole thing, you know, is a is a BlackBerry uh, 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 ecosystem, even though it's an Android phone. But even without that, you think you'll have right. the most secure Android phone? Are you willing to say the most secure Android? Well, phone? Um, I would say that you know the the run neck to neck is probably one of unfortunately interesting. The, is a competition and a partner, a Samsung Knox. Yeah. Uh, and also managed by our best 12. Um, it's probably, we're probably at the same level. Um, and the only other phone, which is not a commercially available phone, um, that could claim that they are either have or better than us is the black phone. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so other than that, yes. I mean, I, I, I okay, know so, that feel dumb. Yes. So uh, uh, there isn't a, a long history, or there aren't many Android hardware makers who are you know, global and, and profitable and have significant share. I mean, really, it, it's amazing, but it's really Samsung. There are some Chinese ones that do pretty well in just inside China alone. Uh, but if you look out over the whole landscape of I don't know how many hundreds there are, Samsung is just like alone out there. Is becoming an Android phone maker a path to profitability? Well, at least it's expand my... I think there's... So, so first thing first is there's a space to serve. I think it's a very under... Enterprise... Android in enterprise is a very underserved space. Okay. Okay. I think with our connect, connection, our accounts, uh, know-how, our technology know-how, our security know-how, there certainly has expanded my surf available market. Because the one issue with BB10, which I love, I use it every day, um, and people find it awkward for me to, you know, vote both phone. Uh, um, the problem I have is I win in the very high end, but the very high end is not that big in space. They're like the governments and so forth. Um, so I need to, for me to be able to make money on the device business, I need to expand 
that pie. And this is why, why I'm doing this, is to expand the pie. So, I mean, you've talked for a long time that you want to turn the hardware business profitable or not be in the hardware business. One of the things that's sort of puzzling to me is your costs with having both an Android and a BBOS to maintain it are going to go up. I mean, it's a bigger market, but maintaining two platforms. Are you really committed to BB10, or if this Android thing does well, then BB10 goes away? Oh, that's... That uh, I, uh, I'll, I'll answer that question, um, and uh, let me add first that to you the, the BB10. Uh, we have two new releases coming up for to support the next level of the NIAB certifications. And so, when I meet the word NIAB, it automatically implies mostly focus on government and high security space. I don't know what that is, but uh, well, whatever. It's a standard that the, the government put out, and you know the national standard, like like the FIP standards and stuff. Um, so that you need to meet a certain aspect of it. Because the government so is so good a year at from now, two happens. years from now, there's going to be new BB-10 devices? It, it, well, that's a, that is going to be dictated by the business case. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to be dictated by technology. What does that mean? Well, let's suppose that um, I'm able to implement the BlackBerry Android uh, to the level equals to that in two years, it will become one. And I don't think the customer care because the customer only wants that level of certification and control. So if you could, in your dream world, if you could bring all the security you get from BB10 today to Android, that's a win for you. You're happy. Exactly. And then you don't have to have two operating systems. Exactly. So but all for th- now... But now I do. For the next year, two years... For the next year, at least, I will need to. So then also, you've talked about, um, you know, the last couple times I've heard you talk about the hardware business, that it's got to make money at some point. You have a time frame in mind. What is that time frame? How, when, does, when does phones need to be profitable for you? Well, um, well you, we could solve the puzzle this way. I'll answer the question this way. Uh, you're going to be sometime next year we got to make our device profitable. Otherwise, I think I need to think twice about what I do, what I do there. Um, I think the shareholder expect me to do that. Um, and every, every other piece of our business make money. Because Hans got out of the software, uh, hardware business, and he's a happy guy, or the phone business. I, I, I know. I he's know, home I know Hans, kids. I know Hans well. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, there are... Uh, I, I, I never say never. I'm a very, you know, I mean, my job, is to make sure that the value of the company, you know, is protected and increased. That's my job. And so we do what makes sense that we can serve the customer with. Um, and uh, I, I, I've been very straightforward on this point. The one good thing about um, BlackBerry offering Android and adding the security thing is over a period of time, if, the, if my customers wants that, I will take care of my customer, even if I'm not in the handset business. I am in the software business. I'm in the you know, server business. Um, I'm in the Knox business. So I could actually take care of, I could, I could take somebody else's phones. Oh, I see. That's yeah. what I was going to ask you. Well, I could take yeah. somebody else's phone, and I say, tell you what, I mean, I'm OEM or resale or whatever it might be, but my customer would not be left with, like, where am I going? And so, and that, but, that's, but that's under the umbrella of your service business as opposed to your hardware business. This is if it doesn't, if, if if it doesn't succeed, if you made, right. make the decision to leave the handset business, you're saying you can still 
do your security magic on other people's Android. Oh, absolutely. And you guys do some of that today. I mean, Bez right. works across iOS, Android. Why are you going ahead? You're buying good technology, which a competitor in that space. What do they bring? I think, I think it's a lot of... Yeah, um, so wins. it's an excellent question. So if you look at um, the BlackBerry Enterprise Server, we started with BB10 and BBOS, obviously, um, and then last, about a year ago on November 12th, a year ago, um, almost a year now, um, that we announced the Best 12, which is a cross-platform. We've been doing very well increasing Android subscribers onto that and licenses. We do some iOS, um, but one of our competitors does very well in iOS, which is good, and you know, I think 70% or 64% of all their outstanding licenses are all on iOS devices, iPad and you know, iPhone. So we want to be really known as cross-platform, and we, that's the best way to serve the That company. was the main reason you bought them? And their security certificate. They also, there are only two companies in the so-called MDM, EMM space, which is one of, one of us, as us, one of them is there, that are very, very focused on the security certificates because of the customer we served. And, you know, the, 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 not only the government, but the financial customers yeah. and, and, a, and a medical customer we served. So those are the synergy there. Um, now, they also do very well on application server, and I came late on application, the wrapper. They have wrapper for like 2,000 apps. I, I don't. Um, I was on a path to do that. Don't need to do that anymore. So, uh, so uh, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to ask you about something we talked about with Andy Rubin last night, uh, which is the, his view and others' view that... Um, it's going to become a lot easier in the United States for kind of disruptive handset plays to take place because the linkage between the carrier and the handset maker is being, being broken in a way that it, it already is in places like China and other places. Do you, do you buy into that, and is there any advantage for you? Oh, I, I, um, I'm absolutely in agreement. Um, I, I think times come that it makes sense, partly because we have enough bandwidth. I mean, carriers now have enough bandwidth uh, and the reliability of the bandwidth, the capacity of the bandwidth, um, that they don't really need to couple so tightly with the handset people. By the way, uh, Glenn was here yesterday, and they're very focused on IoT, for example. Um, When you get to the IoT, it's probably illogical to believe that every appliances, whatever that meant, has to go through an AT&T lab or a Verizon lab for type certifications, whatever that meant. Right? And the industry spent a lot of energy and money in those, in those type certifications. Um, so we were chatting a little earlier, and you know, I, it's like 90 years ago electricity. You know, I'm, I mean, today when I go buy a toaster, I don't call PG&E and tell them that, uh, by the way, I have a new toaster, <laughs> and here's the IMEI number of the new toaster. <laughs> uh, and, I, I, and then they would say, okay, you are allowed to put your new toaster. And you don't you have plug to pay $10 per toaster I, I mean, uh, that's, that's a little counter. Right. But but that's what's but, been going on. Whenever you had a new model, yes. or, or uh, uh, Samsung or Apple or anybody, anybody they, had to, you know, they had a big, thick certification thing. Uh-huh. They had to do it. Technically, today, that's still going on, but uh, yeah, uh, do you expect that to, to last? I think you expect that to streamline, and, and eventually, like Andy Rubin said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change. I, I think that's, that needs to be decoupled. 
So one area we're focusing a lot on the show is cars. And with Cunix, which became BB10, uh, or became the heart of BB10, you also got a pretty big automotive business. Is that, is that still doing well? Are you guys getting designed into the next generation of connected car systems? Uh, okay, yes. So um, I, I think, um, I hope I'm not taking too much time, but the, answer, the short answer is yes, we're doing very well. Okay. We started with telematics, infotainment systems, got into ADARs, car safety, all that. Uh, it's going on even more and more. And more. So we're, we're, going, uh, we're building a lot of modules. Those modules are used by so we've got the tier one, and the Harman and the Denso of the world. And they, they got then in turn designed into the connected cars. In some cases, like Ford and unfortunately Volkswagen and all that, we, we were doing a more direct engineering to engineering work, um, building the next generation car. You know, people not oh, designing every... the engine software. <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. No, no I was, that's why I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I like to help. Uh, I, I like to help underdogs. Uh, they're, they're in the always trouble. Anyway, so is that your next gig, CEO of VW? I don't know. No, no, no. I wouldn't. Do that. But anyway, but the point. The point is, is I think we need to clarify one thing for the world, and I always find it amusing, is that everybody said they're in the connected car business. Okay. There are not that many kinetic cars out there. Okay. <laughs> right. And, and there, there, there are 800 million cars in the world, or maybe nine, but you know, somewhere around that. There are 100 million cars built every year. And even if you look at this model, 2016 model, I would challenge more than 10% of the cars are so-called connected. They have connectability built in, a lot of them, but they're not connected. Mm-hmm. Okay. And everybody said, well, they're in the connected cars. So I'm very focused right now <laughs> to create these modules to prepare for the connected cars, and we're selling those very well. Um, and I'm also going to focus on, and we're also focusing a lot about security and the, and, the, and the security of the cloud that eventually these cars need to be connected to. So the cars can't be hacked. That's a car can't be hacked, correct. So, and that, that's the number one thing I wanted to make sure. That who's, your, who's your biggest competitor in that? But today, that's actually, well, there are a couple of OTA people, I mean, over-the-air, sorry, over-the-air people. Um, they're all small and mostly private. Um, you know, and we, on a different module, uh, you know, our buddy and nuances. They obviously, I do voice voice, uh, voice activation and cancel and noise cancellation. They do voice activation and noise cancellation. So there, there may be a little bit of competition there. But so by modules, there are some competition. And from an overall platform, um, I think we have the richest set because of QNX. Okay. Questions. Um. Real interesting thing that I want to make sure I heard correctly, that number one, you really pride yourself on the security that your platform has, but kind of Samsung is in lockstep with you. And the second thing is you said that in a year you may be leaving the handset business if it's not profitable. Why are you still even in the handset business, double down on the security products, and really beat Samsung at its game and be the secure Android provider for enterprises and companies? Well, we, because we see both financially and technologically that we could be a standout and some value add to be in the handset business by bringing in what we call you know, security, what I do, and privacy is what you get. I think that market, as I said earlier, is underserved. There is that opportunity. 
All right, so I think just walking away, it, actually, by the guys, guys, I mean, it's, you, know, you know, if I only think about me as an individual, as kind of a turnaround guy, uh, I mean, the Wall Street cheered and thought that maybe somebody on stage here would too and say, if I one day get up and say, by the way, I'm out of the intensive business. You know, I should have said it about a year and a half ago when we were burning like billions of dollars a year. And, uh, but I see the opportunity. I really believe that. And the other thing is, a lot of those technologies are needed for my IoT initiative. Um, it, connectivity, uh, 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 microkernel, it's needed. I mean, I, I can't really kind of like, oh, I walk away, walk away, and then jettison a whole bunch of people. I need that know-how. This is not a financial re-engineering. BlackBerry is a, my turnaround is based on market serve and technological advancement. I, I'm an engineer by training, been an engineer. I, I'm not looking at this as a financial re-engineering, okay? Um, if I do it the financial re-engineering, I'll probably do things a, little, a lot differently. Um, so this is why. I'm in a handset business because I believe there's a market. I believe we could value add it. I do need the technology, and, um, and the market is underserved. And I think the market wants privacy, wants control of the security. But they also want apps and And they also want apps, and, and that's just why I did what I did. Right. Thank you. That was very yeah. candid. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the phone's coming out later this year? Yeah, it's supposed to come out later this year. <laughs> 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 hey, you know, I mean, this goes back to a little earlier conversation. Right? I'm working with all the carriers to get in a type of approval and all that. Yeah. And so this is not like I say, therefore. Um, this is a little bit of that dance going on. So yeah. maybe not later this year, or are you no, just no, no. Okay. Later this year. I, 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 we have advanced enough. Otherwise, I wouldn't have shown it. Otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't have talked about it. I would be kind of dumb to. to but I'm getting my review unit back ta- backstage right now, right? Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, we have another question. Oh, okay. Actual question. Yeah, um, you spoke about the customer, and it it sounded like you were referring to uh, enterprise customers buying your devices as opposed to consumers. And so I appreciate that you know, you've acquired good and, and you have a device management capability, um, so somebody wants to bring their own device. How do you see, first of all, how do you see the customer? Is it consumer or enterprise? And then how do you, um, how do you see kind of the future of people bringing their own device or enterprises providing devices? Yeah, um, good questions. Um, so um, just like just like the earlier conversation about the toaster that goes into a wall socket, uh, Andy Rubin's conversation last night, um, you know, we need to prepare ourselves for consumer or enterprise um, bringing whatever device they want to bring in. So uh, otherwise it's kind of dumb. You know, for me to think that I'm, I or my colleagues are going to provide all devices, uh, I, I think it's you know, certain time in the future, that's, that's going to be um, not going to be realized. Um, so then, by the way, device is all not, also not limited to handset only. Um, I think that's a very important thing that people need to know. I mean, I, I, I am very cognizant of the fact that device is not about phones. Um, and so, therefore, I'm building a software business that focuses on end-to-end endpoints, connectivity, and security and endpoint management. I use the word endpoint for obvious reasons, rather than just a device. Uh, as far as my first phone called the Priv is concerned on the Power by Android, 
um, my audience goes a little bit beyond just enterprises. If you look at BB10, the enterprises are the hospitals, the banks, investment banking, the, and the government agency. Um, what I like the priv to do is to go, my marketing focus is going to be a little beyond that. But it's going to be focusing on high-end, again, on privacy and productivity um, and that level. Um, and you're going to see a whole bunch of imagery and, and campaign and creativity, create, creative that will come out and, and try but to get more into a consumer side. Uh, but it's going to be very high-end. High-end consumer. High-end consumer. So high-end price, too? High-end price, yeah. It goes with the high-end. Okay, so it's a premium phone with high security, and then something about intent, and and to the extent it goes beyond enterprise, it's going to a particular kind of consumer who puts high value on that security stuff and has a bunch of money. Exactly. Right. Is that right? Right. Okay. Great. Well, we have a bunch of money. I mean, I, I think you know we'll make the phone. Um, uh, afford, financially affordable to get, right, whether it's by in, installment or by subsidy or by whatever it might be, but, but comparable to other high-end phones, to other high-end. an iPhone or a exactly. Samsung Galaxy. Okay. All right. John, thank you. Well, thank you.